it's also okay if maybe you have a couple goals, even if it's just one goal, and the goals change. And it's also okay if you are able to achieve a goal and it's not like what you thought it would be. Welcome back professionals to another episode of Professional-ish. This episode's topic is career goals. We're gonna talk about setting your career goals. We'll give some examples and we're also gonna provide some resources. So let's get started. So basically as you're thinking about maybe you already have goals, maybe you don't have goals, however new or not new you are to this topic. experienced however much of a pro yeah i just want to give some like encouragement to you at the beginning so it's okay if you don't have any goals it's also okay if maybe you have a couple goals even if it's just one goal and the goals change and it's also okay if you are able to achieve a goal and it's not like what you thought it would be or if you're an overachiever which I don't know if, you would, if I would categorize it as that, but if you have multiple goals, the more the merrier in that sense. Like have all sorts of goals. You don't have to achieve them all. You can change them halfway through, but just, I don't know, have fun, get creative. See, see what all you can do. So I just want to put that out there. And um, this is, as I say that, this is a very high level conversation, but just to like get ideas going for you. So with that being said, if you don't have any goals, so if you have one goal or two goals, just start by getting creative. Depending on what kind of coworkers you have or just friends that you have, some friends and coworkers will naturally spur creativity in you, Absolutely. I think. Absolutely, yeah. And inspiration. If like you talking about the course that you're doing, I'm like, oh, that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Or like different coworkers talking about books that they have read on the topic. Um, different different things that like makes you go oh what about this what about that so they could be in a different career path than you but a book a course whatever can still translate so like y- utilize <laughs> sounds weird but like utilize people around you to get ideas and get creative so 100 percent um with that being said i feel like taking in kind of the environment around you of asking friends asking coworkers, you could go to your boss and be like, hey, I have this idea or I'd like to pursue this thing and here's kind of a tangible that I have, what about this? And you never know where that conversation could go. There are all sorts of resources that I use for podcasts, for even social media, there's different people I follow on there. Um, you don't have to like spend money to get creative with this. Just start reading, start thinking and brainstorming. And something that my teacher back in college said is think about what you wanted to do when you were 12 and then go off of that. Because mm-hmm. that, and I don't know if she had a reason for that age, but just what have you always wanted to do? What just comes naturally and what's fun for you? Like just start, like literally don't worry about how like logical or practical or realistic it is just throw stuff out there and maybe you don't even come close to one idea but it gives you the idea for something else so like let your brain go wild on that 
you can get a poster board and highlighters and markers. Just do whatever, have fun with it, but just get creative as you start kind of coming up with, um, like considering what your career path is now, what you haven't done, or maybe you want to get specialized in an area. It, it can be all over. It can be new. It can be old. Just kind of the last kind of subset with this under kind of the creative idea, um, which actually this is what you had contributed on this part. So yes. you, let me fluff you <laughs> off or speak you up to this. I was going to say, um, I definitely have a couple of, I definitely have a couple of things to add to your points, which I think are fantastic points. Fan freaking tastic. <laughs> Just don't know where I came from in my head, but I thought I would contribute that to this, this episode. <laughs> So you, you had mentioned utilizing the people around you, and that immediately made me think of my brother-in-law, who he literally... He, I totally thought you were going to stop with brother, and then you went in-law, I was like, oh, different person, okay. No, uh, my biological brother definitely just flies by the seat of his pants, but my brother-in-law is one of the most organized people I've ever met, so I super respect him for that. But he actually, he and my sister make family goals each year. And they'll have a family word of the year. My nerd is like, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> it's adorable. And big, they big. Um, and they set aside like, um, he'll have some of his personal goals. Like I want to read a book a month. Or um, a big one is they purposefully set aside time for at least one date night. A month because they have two kids and jobs so it can you know you can quickly uh, lose sight of your significant other in all of that um, but he has always encouraged me to set goals and um, has provided me with like books and resources and all kinds of things for goal setting now he in my opinion is way better way better at it than I am but, you know, I take his advice and then super simplify it for my ADD. But that was just, that was contributing to your points, which I think are fantastic of like find a place to get started. The thing that I would really like to add is write it down because I've had some of the best ideas and the best goals and I can't remember them two minutes later. <laughs> so that might just be my ADD, <laughs> but uh, just just start brainstorming. I feel like it's weird to say, but like, Take it seriously. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is from Harvey McKay. Don't know if I said his name wrong, but a uh, dream is just a dream. A goal is a dream with a plan and a deadline. And that really resonates with me because you may say, I'd like to do this thing one day and then you never write it down and you never create, you know, quote unquote, an action plan. And then what is it really? It's just a, just a thought, just an idea. It's not a goal because you you didn't do anything with it because when you have dreams and goals you have to put legs to it to have it come to fruition but like you have to do something about it so you can have all sorts of dreams which is great it's a great starting point but what is like the boulevard of of broken dreams that may not be like related to this topic but if all you have are dreams nothing will ever actually materialize and what are the odds that there were ideas in those dreams that could have been really helpful to people or really fun for you or like spin off into other directions so 
don't know. I think there's just so much to gain from getting creative and having fun with life and seeing what you can do. Absolutely. And you want to have to, not everything you may be successful at, you may get halfway through and go, what was I thinking? Like, I don't, I don't want to go through this, this specific um, path of a goal because this is not what I want after all. So you learn so much along the way. I just keep thinking about my mom. Of She has so many cool ideas, but it's also really fun to do that with people, whether you have one person you're doing it with or a group or whatever. And like she has a hiking group and they started in the last couple of years, like literally going like a weekend away or an overnight and going somewhere to hike and then having fun food and like, hey, let's not just be a hiking group. Let's be a hiking group who travels and who explores and has fun adventures. So there's just so much, there's so much life to live within these dreams that why not make a point to write it down and if uh, the next day or a year later you're like, yeah, I, I, I don't actually want to go through with that, so be it. But there's just so much to gain from that. Absolutely. And I think in that same vein, you know, one of my thoughts on this is don't get overwhelmed. And Jordan, I feel like you were speaking so well into this of like, you may have these thoughts, these ideas, these dreams. Don't hold yourself back from it. Literally just just write it down. Nothing ever has to be done with it. But if you've written it down, you can do something with it if you choose. So maybe I decide one day that I, what's a good career goal? What's a good example? Teacher. Oh, I know a good one. So you talked about your teacher had said when, when um, you're 12, when you're 12. Yeah. So when I was 12, I wanted to be a vet. That's right. Um, but as I got older, I realized that was just not the... Because we talked about that in a, a previous mm-hmm. episode that like you kind of, whether you walked kind of down that road a little bit or you just thought that through, you realized, wait a second, there are things that I hadn't taken into consideration. Yes, yes. I just, I it's too painful for me to, I'm sure I could grin and bear it, but just seeing animals hurting so much of the time, and sometimes they're fine, but just too many negative experiences around that same kind of thing for like being a nurse or a doctor. Um, that's just, that's not it for me. I really would like to, as a, as an Enneagram seven, I would like to have a little more positivity in my life. Um, but I can take that, you know, that quote unquote dream from being 12 of being a vet and turn it into something different but really similar. For example, I could decide that I want to become a pet sitter or a dog walker. Now, if you don't have pets that you um, pay someone to sit while you're gone, babysit while you're gone, pet sit, whatever, then you may not be aware of how expensive that can be. You can think that you want to be a vet, but in the end, you may think that dog walking is better. What I wanted to do when I was 12 was event planning. And something that I don't think occurred to me until later on um because I have like over the year like I've looked up like what would that literally be like as a job and something that you don't that I didn't think about was the evenings and weekends because most events happen when it's Mm. off the nine to five Mm -hmm. schedule so you have that um you you're you're on and talking with people all day and so and there's just so many details that if something goes awry, there's a lot of problem solving that's in the moment. And people are probably spending a pretty shiny penny to like pay you to organize this thing. 
it's just things that you should consider. And so once I kind of like started to put those pieces together, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just stick to it for like a personal life kind of a thing versus a professional thing. So I've, I've done it. I think I had mentioned in a past episode that I have tipped my toe in the water a little bit on that uh, professionally and everything went well. Um, but like for like the major league kind of things, <laughs> I'm like, whoo, that's a lot of pressure. So there, there are things that as we walk down the road, you're like, and so for me, I can still use a lot of those detail-oriented planner, like creativity. I can still use those ingredients and just reroute. Absolutely. But that, I guess, would be my kind of parallel example of, like, think back to what you really enjoyed doing when you were younger or what you had the idea to do and kind of flesh that out a little bit and kind of get some legs to it and see if, if either you would want to go straight down that path or you just take pieces to that and then go down a slightly different path absolutely and don't be afraid to ask for help like I think I touched on you know write it down break it down into simpler steps um, like brainstorm create some drafts and end up happy with it but ask people for help um, like I'm I know that I am not the best person for organization I know that I know for me personally, my best ideas, my best work, and Jordan, I feel like you can totally attest to this, it's when I'm having conversation with other people, when I am you know, discussing things, bouncing ideas off of someone else, talking out loud, and it works really well for me. There's, there's just something about getting it out of my head, whether it is writing it down, whether it's typing it, whether it's saying it out loud. Well, I feel like that's a little bit of a... Um... I'm such a practical person, and so I think of the logistics, but it just makes me think, while that is something that is really helpful for you to get out of your head, to talk about it, um, I don't naturally like start to talk about things. I kind of stay, I keep it in my head for a little bit and I'll process it through with people, but it's usually after it's somewhat fully formed. And so part of this is figuring out how best you come up with ideas or you process through an idea but however that looks um but I think it's just kind of you play to your strengths of how best you know yourself to be able to come up with something because you don't want to if you're someone who is like Rachel and you're stuck in a room by yourself with a piece of paper and a pen you're going to get distracted you're going to put one bullet point down and then stop (laughs) like it just isn't gonna work but if you're like me I am, I get myself um, kind of, I get caught up in how I want to say something that I just lose the idea before it's even out. Cause I'm like, wait, I have it in my head and it's a concept, but I haven't yet figured out how to word it. And so it just ends up making no sense or goes on a totally different trail than what I meant if I'm talking to someone. So you just kind of figure out what, what works best for you to even get those ideas out of you. All right, so that just kind of gives you a not so brief intro (laughs) with that being said um i want to um give you some ideas of career goals kind of the most rudimentary thing that i thought of um, that we can start off with is simply gain experience don't get yourself caught up with oh that just is too basic no it's not um and i've i've had the moment where a reason that I've given for an interview is I just want to get a couple years under my belt 
in this field or with this skill because I'm green or because it's a new type of skill. You're learning the skills, you're applying them, um, you're taking note from other people that you're working with, and you're just acting like a sponge and you're absorbing. I don't think there should be any feeling weird about just wanting to gain experience. So that would be the first. And just to kind of give you kind of a framework, we have five um, points here. So that would be the first of five. So point number two is continuing education. I did at least one class in this um, kind of area post-grad, and I, I do not remember what it was. I remember I really enjoyed it. Um, I just went to, I literally found an online course out of the community college that I had originally gone to. And there is continuing education for pretty much anything under the sun, which I think we all know. So just, to, just as a friendly reminder, you can get a certification out of it if you want, but you can just take a quarter semester and just learn something new. You know how much I love continuing it. <laughs> I love learning new things. Once something like catches my interest, I just want to, even if it's, even if it's a, you know, a friend or a coworker says, oh, I wonder how XYZ came about. I need to know. Even if it's just Google it and find a yes or no answer or a one word answer, I need to know. But you, you know how much I love continuing ed and a great example is well you know that I'm already doing like a certification for what I'm doing now for trying to improve on my current job getting my certification in billing and coding so I can do my current job just much more efficiently much better um so that's always a big motivator for me when I basically can make my job easier (laughs) why not for Pete's sake yes (laughs) the number of times (laughs) I we use a lot of spreadsheets and Google Docs and everything like that. So the number of times I've Googled how to make an indent in the <laughs> Rachel literally asked me last time that we were recording this because we have our little outline and she was like, "Okay, I know how to indent like in, but how do I indent to go back out?" And she's like, "Is that is that a thing? I don't know. Like I've I've always been curious, and I had just like randomly like noticed it." A little while back and I was like oh just click that button she was oh that's genius and now I need you to tell me again because I forgot when oh, I was trying to do you. this before <laughs> but when well it used to be maybe it's different in Google Docs but in um, Microsoft Word all you have to do is like do the backspace and it takes it back that's how it used to be oh. back in the good old days <laughs> but now they have to make it difficult and you have to press some different button um, a little set in my you, ways. You're a little, you're a little angry about that? <laughs> I'm a little salty. Don't change things on me, okay? That was really simple and it's re- it's important because I like bullet points. <laughs> but I do, I really love expanding my knowledge in, in so many, oh my gosh. Just raise your hand if you love documentaries. Comment on our Instagram account if you love documentaries. We want to know. Yes. And then... Tell us what kind of documentaries you like. Um, I love true crime documentaries. I was like, by all means, if you can find their link to the podcast or the wherever you get it, like share it with the share it with the class, <laughs> <laughs> share it with the office or the cubicle. But even even beyond that, like uh, before 
working with the company I'm at now, I was in real estate and the brokerage that I worked under, they offered, they literally had a class calendar. They offered multiple classes for different things every single week and only like rarely could you actually get some kind of certification from it. But sometimes they had long-term classes where you'd have to pay for it. And I did that a few times. Well worth it for me. Like I did the research on why it'd be good for me. Um, But besides that, I so, so many classes. DISC, that's where I learned about DISC. They had DISC classes. Um, They had how to list a house. I mean, anything that you could think of. They had stuff about social media, like just so many classes and I probably went to a class a week well I was just thinking I have recently been like noticing all that Coursera and Udemy has and you can there's free there's paid with certification there's like a five hour there's like a 20 hour like the range of options is so cool that there's just so much out there for people whether they need it or not Let's learn something new. Yes. How many people just are like, okay, this is the job that I'm in and this is the department that I'm in and this is regardless of what it is, like this is where I am and then they just accept that. I would just encourage you guys if you are interested in going the course route um, with this continuing ed kind of idea if you want to like do it out of your own dime, so be it. Your own time, your own dime, all that. I don't know of any manager or boss who is not going to get excited about the idea of you doing this course to further your skills and contributing to the company. And I mean, depending on on the the cost, of course. But if if it's twenty five, fifty, whatever, like something very manageable, your company will probably pay for it. So. And then you can like, you know, be spending a couple hours of it like as you're working and if you need to, you know, do a module or do an exercise or whatever because it so totally relates to what you're doing and it, it teaches you something, then you become an even more valuable person who is bringing best practices into play and that's going to have a lot of ROI in all sorts of different areas. Absolutely. 100%. And that's that's very on par for like, with my course, you know, I, the company paid for it. Our boss gave me permission to like take a few hours every week and work on this during work hours because it's literally me sitting there learning how to better do my job. So by all means, you know, take advantage of that. And as my mom always says, if you don't ask, you don't get. I feel like that has been one of the biggest things that I have learned in the last year specifically um, with you training me you got to ask. And if anything, maybe you don't get it, but maybe you learn the why behind not getting that fulfilled or you just learn more. And I mean, I'm just, I'm such a learning bent person. You're going blind. You're in the dark if you don't ask questions. So, um, so moving right along, um, the third point is promotions. Maybe that is a goal that you have and either an internal position comes along or you see a need and you would love to either be in a leadership position, either over people or over kind of a, an area, whether you have to apply or you create one, 
or maybe it's just kind of an assumed the track that you're on is going to land you in this higher position. Maybe that's your goal. And maybe it comes with a pay increase or more flexibility with your schedule. So it can look a lot of different ways. Um, but maybe that's your goal is to be climbing that ladder. And on, on that same topic, I think one of the best things you can do is talk to whoever is above you, you know, higher ups about, hey, I'm interested in XYZ role, or I'm interested in this department, or I'm interested in pay raise, a pay increase in the next blah, blah period of time. What do I need to do to be eligible or to what can I do to work toward that? Because the people who make those kind of decisions, if they don't know, then you, if they don't know that, that you're interested, they probably know someone else is. I was going to say, set yourself up for success in that way. So if you can tell, I mean, you could say it as quickly as your interview. Just say like, hey, I, I know that I, I want to kind of get my feet wet and be here for, you know, at least a year before I, I you know, kind of like venture out to different subsets. But I would love the idea of this or of that or, you know, even with ours, whether you want to do a certain type of therapy or specialty, if they, if the people that we interview tell us in their interview, our brains start like that wheel starts turning Mm -hmm. and we start, hmm, I wonder, you know, could they be in this role or in that role and what would we need to provide them with or how could we set them up with that? And so it gets... I think it gets exciting to hear that interest and, and see that potential and see where it could go um, to really satisfy and fulfill that um, employee, but then also to contribute to the company. So um, as is appropriate, as is uh, as it makes sense um, to bring that up to your manager of, hey, what could this look like for me and for the company? And, and sometimes the what is probably frustrating is if you do bring that up and the role is being filled by someone else or the role isn't quite there yet to just at least kind of position yourself so that you're the first person on their mind. So just let let them know and whether it comes to fruition pretty much immediately or it takes some time, um, bosses don't forget about that kind of stuff and they want to see you succeed and they want to see you fulfilled and happy and successful. So put that on their radar and it could even just be a meeting of, hey, where could I go with my role? Absolutely. And that's, that's absolutely great advice, great suggestions. And on top of that, that also can let you know if what you want is even a possibility. Yeah, it's just lots of conversation and kind of getting to know yourself and what you're wanting out of that. So the fourth point that we have is if you want to have more of an entrepreneurial next step to things, you could either be a full-on entrepreneur and create your own company and whether you you know want to start employing people if you don't want that but you still kind of want to work on your own schedule you could be kind of a contractor uh, with other companies and you know kind of have a bunch of quote-unquote part-time jobs um, to have a variety of people that you work for and you get to change up what your projects are. You get to say yes to some, no to others. You get to figure out when you want to work on those projects. And that's just a lot of um, moving pieces and freedom with that. You can have so many different creative ventures with that. So if you want to go, you know, I want to call the shots. I want to be my own boss. Go for it. 
it may be that you could turn that around in a year. It could be a five-year goal. It could be a 10-year goal. Also keep in mind with any kind of entrepreneurship, you're going to have to be self-accountable. But in that, like on that same hand of talking about entrepreneurship, being a contractor, gig work is also, it's becoming more and more prominent and more and more of, it's becoming a very easy option to be like a quote-unquote gig worker full-time. And then last but certainly not least, so we've titled this as um, basically hobbies or creative outlets that can also just align with your professional skill set as well. But you can also do things like publishing content. You write a book or create a podcast. You could create a you website. Don't say. <laughs> an Etsy or a Pinterest account and sell art that you create. Uh, Rachel mentioned pet sitting. You don't have to have it be incorporated into your main job. Um, whatever that, that idea is, it can look so many different ways, which is what's just so cool about it. So if you want to write a book, I know someone who did like a book of poems and she literally published it on Amazon. Do a novel, kind of more of an autobiography that's like advice of like leadership, things that you've gained along the way or, or your story. The options are limitless. The last thing that we want to talk about, we want to wrap up this topic with some next steps, with some ideas on how to get you started, how to hopefully give you some motivation and encouragement to get the ball rolling, so to speak. We already touched on um, talking to leadership or your boss about career growth opportunities, whether that's continuing ed or promotions, or I know a number of people who have been in a job and they wanted to change departments. Um, so that's that's a great next step if it is directly related to your current job or career or the company that you're with. I think we had also touched on finding courses or classes or other resources online. There's so many free resources. Um, it still blows my mind that when, you know, when I was born versus now, the amount of information just at our fingertips, like you can literally find, I don't know if I've ever not been able to find an answer through the internet. But just so many resources at your fingertips. And my opinion is the hard part is finding the right resource for you. We've had therapists come in and be like, I want to work with kids. I love them so much. And then they work with kids for six months. And they're like, please do not give me another child. I don't want to do this. I only want to see adults. And, you know, once you actually get some experience in a, in a field, in a hobby, in a new department in whatever you might realize that is not what you thought it was gonna be and i think something to note as, as i know that one of my go-to's as we kind of touched on previously is doing these classes online it may take you signing up for a couple of different classes to kind of find the main point of what you're trying to take away there could be classes that you want an overview and so whatever they have to share with you you will learn and you will be excited to take it all in um, but there may be something more specific that you're looking for within an industry or a subset skill set whatever and there's only so much that you are able to 
figure out from the class outline. And so I would just give you an encouragement to not get discouraged if you've taken a couple hours worth of either one class or a couple of classes and it's just not quite teaching you what you kind of are intangibly wanting to find out and learn about. If you say marketing, maybe you don't really care about the social media marketing, but you want to learn about how to do Google AdWords or how to how the graphic design works into that. And so it's just a little bit of a, a segue of, well, maybe I don't need a, an, an all-encompassing marketing or I don't need a social media marketing type of class, but I just need this other area over here. So it may take a couple of classes and a little bit of research to kind of refine what you're looking for. You also could work with a career coach. I know a number of people who um, it wasn't always a career coach they were working with. Sometimes it was someone who was just coaching them in their particular field. Um, one of our, like our boss and a, a previous boss, both of them have worked with a business coach to help them nail down what they want the goals for the company to be, what they want to get out of being an owner or a boss, you know, someone that not only holds you accountable, but is going to help you drill down on what's important to you. So, and, and someone who is usually trained to do that, those can get pretty pricey, but you also can go on to some of those gig websites and, you know, hire someone that maybe they're newer to this, so they're a bit cheaper. But that's definitely, you know, any kind of career coach or a coach in your particular field, while it's often an investment, if that's really what you're serious about, if you know the direction you want to head, then it can really do tremendous things to propel you forward in your goals. And really the last thing we will provide a bunch of different resources in our show notes. Um, you know, there are a number of things that I've used in the past. Some did and some didn't work for me when setting not only career goals, but personal goals. Um, because I don't know about you, Jordan, but for me, I often have overlap in what I want in my personal life and what I want in my career, like a promotion, you know, that's really going to help me go on more trips <laughs> or like, you know, buy land or whatever. Um, but we will be providing a number of various resources in the show notes as well. Yeah, we don't want to just be able to provide you with content and ideas and advice and all that kind of stuff. Um, because I am such a like, okay, you've given me a concept. How do I put this into place? I'm just a action-oriented person in that regard. And so I, for those of you who may be like me or want to kind of go toward that action and movement kind of part of this, we want to give you tangible ways to incorporate what you have learned so that you can go forth and prosper. So <laughs> is that a quote from somewhere? I feel like it's a mixture of two quotes. It just kind of came to mind, so I just ran with it. But like, so that you can be successful, move forward, um, just really feel fulfilled with with where you want to go with these things. So not just to give you the ideas and the concepts, but the ways to practically put into use. Very well said. I got there eventually. <laughs> well, thank you so much, listeners, for taking the time to 
enjoy this episode with us. We are so glad you decided to stop by. Um, Please find us on Instagram and we will have some questions that we'll have some polls and interactions there for you. Um, Definitely, once again, tell us if you like documentaries and what kinds you like. And tell us, I I didn't know um, how far down you were going to go on this, Um, if you either had goals in mind before this podcast or if you came up with some, we would love to hear what are two or three of your goals or even just one. If you only have one, what's your goal? Absolutely. Well, thank you again for joining us and we look forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Peace. (laughs) Bye.